Hello there and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a 15-minute informative podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower. Mm-hmm. We want to expand your mind while you wash your sticksy behind. Um, we aim to take lives unanswerable questions, the mysteries of the world, mythical questions, if you will, and debunk them. We want to, to crush your myths, to expand your knowledge, and gotta have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Yeah, so as Marcus said, this is a 15-minute podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower. So over the course of your shower, I know 15 minutes is long, but we're taking into consideration undressing time, dressing time, etc. Over the course of your shower, hopefully you'll learn something. Hopefully. So far we've answered questions like, why do we never see baby pigeons? The hard-hitting question, why do we fall in love? And then the big stinker, what is the correct way to wipe your bum? Um, If you have been one of the lovely people who have subscribed, reviewed, rated, told your friends, whispered it in your granny's ear when she goes, Son, what's a new podcast I have to listen to? Then you know what? Thank you so much. Let us know on Twitter if, if you like what we're doing. Um, at In The Shower Pod because we love hearing from you or if you have a question that you've always wanted answered but never been kind of enthused enough to go and answer yourself. If you haven't liked and subscribed or gotten in touch you with us... You piece of shit. Please do. <laughs> As Marcus said, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. If you have any questions, let us know at intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com. This week's question is probably has probably been our most answered question. Has probably been our most asked question to date, and it's a good one. But before we get to that, just a tiny bit of housekeeping. As always, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend about us. The success of this podcast absolutely depends on you, the listener. So please spread the word about In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. And we'll love you forever. We will. Um, This week's question is one of our most asked questions when we've put out calls for questions. Uh, Every time it comes up, a few times. I think not only is it one of our most asked questions, but I'd say in the realm of questions that are asked in the world, this one rates pretty high. It's because um, when people say this question, they don't actually think it's a question they think it's a silly little rhyme and that rhyme we're going to try and say this because it's a bit of a tongue twister um, I'm going to try and say this as fast as I can how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood are you ready to be beaten uh, no because you're not going to Whew. how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood how did, how did you do listen Hi, I have gonna, talents in I'm going to try it one more time how much wood would a woodchuck chuck wood oh Marcus again <laughs> just just to beat you one more time how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood Oh my god. Yeah, You're like a 90s GABA MC. That's phenomenal. Right, okay, listen. Um, Ask the question. What is the question, Marcus? Nice and slow for our listeners. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Okay, so, to begin. Who first asked this question? Why is it a question? Why is it a riddle? Why are we doing a podcast on it today? Well, that's it. Um, it doesn't mean anything. The question doesn't really mean anything. It was written. Um, it, it's the origin of it is a song that was written by a guy called Robert Hobart. Um, Robert Hobart Davis in 1902 for Faye Templeton, who was like one of the great kind of burlesque music hall comedian ladies of her time. Oh, cool. And it was re-recorded and popularized by a guy called Ragtime Roberts in 1904. What a great name. Ragtime Roberts. I don't know if like that's what, that's what his parents christened him as. Um, but yeah, like it was just a bit of rhyming slang. So you're telling me that a, a woodchuck isn't necessarily a real thing. It's kind of a made-up thing? 
Not necessarily. And okay. this is where the information roller coaster get, begins. <laughs> so strap in, right? The woodchuck is actually a thing. It's um it's like it's a groundhog. It's a groundhog or a marmot. Ooh. Um yeah, so the name woodchuck is actually a culturally appropriated bastardization of the word woochak, which is a Native American word. Um, yeah, so the, for a groundhog or a marmot, a woochak. So somebody heard the word woochak and went, oh, I know what they're saying, they're saying woodchuck. And that's where it came from. So, okay, so, so basically when they say how much wood would a woodchuck chuck, it's basically saying how much wood would a marmot chuck. Yeah, basically, okay. that's what they're saying. So yeah, they have they have loads of different names like marmots. Um, now I suppose woodchucks. But my favorite out of all of them is the way that they warn their other marmot buddies about predators is that they kind of whistle or squeal. So they're also known as whistle pigs. No stuff. Yeah, they're amazing little animals. Oh, how cute! So funny names aside, do woodchucks eat wood? Or what's the story? We've got we've now we've now debunked the beginning part. So how much wood would a woodchuck chuck is now how much wood would a, a marmot chuck? Mm-hmm. But now the second part, do they chuck wood? What is chucking? Do they eat wood? Inform us, Marcus. Yeah, we've kind of established what the fuck a woodchuck is. Um this is the thing. So when Robbie Hobart Davis wrote that song in nineteen oh two, he wasn't a Woochak expert. He wasn't a member of the Woochak clan. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it as a jokey rhyme permanently damaging the otherwise sterling reputation of the humble marmot. A, a great bit of slander in the nat- natural world, I think. I mean, I've seen them firsthand. They are gorgeous creatures. Yeah, I've seen them in the wild. I used to be really into mountain biking. I used yeah. to go up to the French Alps. And uh, marmots and, uh, wood- and groundhogs live mainly in like either really mountainous areas or big open plains. And what do they look like, as a matter of fact? We they, don't have them in Ireland, do we? We don't have them in Ireland, okay. no. Um, they kind of... So th- their closest relative would be a squirrel. Yes. Oh, oh, so they're that kind of size. No, they're big. Like okay, they're, okay. they'd be like imagine a squirrel who like hit the gym for a while. They're kind of like a, a freaky squirrel beaver. A f- freaky squirrel beaver sounds like a punk band <laughs> from like the early nineties. We are freaky squirrel beaver. Prepare to rock your world. Okay, if you were looking at a festival <laughs> lineup and you didn't know who to go and see, and there was a band called Freaky Squirrel Beaver, you'd be in that front row with your top off, swinging it around. Um, if you are on Twitter right now. Use the hashtag Freaky Squirrel Beaver. We're going to check that in a week and see what comes up. Uh, by the way, we are four and a half minutes into our shower right now. So you should be you should be thinking about your life. If you're taking a nice, relaxed shower, lather up. Um, if you're taking an express shower, Jesus Christ, wash your body. You're going to be late for work. Oh, God, you fucked it all up, didn't you? Um, so, right, let's, let's crack on. Back to the question at hand. So we've now realized that a marmot, uh, a woodchuck is a marmot. They don't, in fact, eat wood. So mm. what do they eat? That's, this is the thing. So they mainly eat greens and types of like grasses, berries, lichens, mosses, roots, flowers. They're sound. They're big squirrels. They eat anything. They don't really eat nuts. But like, they don't eat wood. They don't like go and, go and like nibble on trees. So this is the thing. So our, was... is our question kind of, is our question kind of ruined now? No. It isn't because I was. But, but woodchucks don't chuck wood; they chuck berries and stuff like that. Yeah, who said chucking has anything to do with eating? This is the thing. Ooh. When I first looked at this rhyme and I didn't research into it, I thought a woodchuck was like a beaver. And when you, even when you said freaky beaver, I think that's what people have in their mind because yeah. beavers, while they don't necessarily eat wood for um, for sustenance, they do chew wood. 
And when you think of a beaver, beavers actually have two different strengths of enamel in their teeth. They have a strong layer of orange dentine on the front layer of their teeth and a softer piece of enamel on the back. And a beaver's teeth never stop growing. So while beavers, like, basically eat down, eat trees until they fall down and, um, you know, gather twigs to build uh, beaver dams or the more established beaver lodges. I, I've been looking into beaver architecture as a kind of a, a sub-bit of research for this. Um when people think of a woodchuck chucking wood, when people say how much wood would a woodchuck chuck, if a woodchuck could chuck wood, people think of beavers eating wood. But when was the last time you saw a slice of pizza and when you were hungry you went, oh, I want to chuck that. This is or true. When, when you, when the last time you were having a couple of friends over to chuck a curry. Chucking has nothing to do with eating. So what's chucking? This is the thing. So chucking, like, basically is defined as throwing. Right? So, chuck that ball over there, kind of. Bus. Chuck that ball over there. Chuck a javelin at your enemy, at your little brother down the back of the garden. Okay, um, so how much wood would a marmot throw if a marmot could throw wood? Now we're getting somewhere. So right. instead of beavers eating wood, marmots are burrowers. They're subterranean mammals. So basically, they're really, really good at burrowing. Um, so when you think of what chucking is, it's throwing. And when you're burrowing, you're chucking that stuff behind you. So we're one step closer to how much uh, wood a marmot would chuck Okay. if a marmot could chuck wood. But marmots typically live in mountainous areas or plains, which don't really have a lot of hardwood trees. So in my research, I stumbled across a guy called Richard Thomas. Right. By the way, we're seven and a half minutes in. You should be squeaky clean by now. But the information train on the marmot is rolling through your town. So you should be just standing in the water with your mouth open going, holy shit, I never needed to know and this. And if your mouth's but, open because you're so surprised at this crazy knowledge, which I wouldn't be surprised if you happen to be uh, showering in Thailand, make sure none of that water gets in your mouth because we do not want to be sued. No, we don't. <laughs> back to Richard Thomas. Back to Richard Thomas. So Richard Thomas um, was a New York fish and wildlife technician. Um, which I didn't even know was a thing. Like, imagine meeting someone in Copperface Jacks and them saying, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fish technician. They sound like they interfere with goldfish. That's it. I used a, I used my, my adjustable spanner on a mackerel yesterday. But he published an article in the Associated Press in 1988 answering the age-old question, how much wood would a wood chuck chuck if a wood chuck could chuck wood? Which in simple terms is how much wood would a marmot throw if a marmot could throw wood? So, um, what he did was he compared the relative density of the average soil found in America to the average wood found in America. The most common wood in America is the red maple. Um, so he ascertained that um, the volume of dirt in a typical 25 to 30 foot long woodchuck burrow, um, for any of my metric buddies, I converted it for you. No worries. Thank me later. <laughs> it's 7.6 to 9.1 meters. So, I mean, they actually, woodchucks have got it going on. They they know what they're doing architecturally. He calculated that the equivalent volume of wood, a woodchuck or marmot, could chuck the equivalent of 700 pounds of wood on a good day. Holy crap. With the wind on his back. That's 320 kilos. So Convert it again. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So this, a marmot, if a marmot was in America, where marmots live, and they're burrowing away, chucking, which is throwing, which we've now learned, the simple answer would be 320 kilograms a day. Plain and simple. There you go. 320 kilograms a day. That's crazy. 
crazy. But it doesn't stop there. No, stop. You know what? That isn't the definitive answer because there's an other school of thought. Um, have you ever been out on a night out and you have a few too many points and you chuck? Never, me. Oh, I know. Well, up chucking. If you look up up chucking, it literally brings you to the Wikipedia for vomiting. And some people thought that this whole riddle could be down to how much wood would a marmot vomit? Or the opposite of. So up chucking is vomit, so chucking is ingesting. So um, somebody actually looked at this and looked at the average amount of food that a marmot could eat in a day. So this would be... If if a if it kind of comes back to the wood could thing, I suppose. So if a marmot could eat wood, which would which is kind of one of the the meanings of the word chuck. If he could eat wood, how much wood would he eat in a day? Well, kind we're going of? back to the whole chuck eat thing. Yes, it's not necessarily eat; it's the opposite of it's vomit. Throwing up, yeah. Yeah, well, the opposite of throwing up. But so he kind needs of, to ingest it before he can yeah. throw it up. I get it. And the answer, so I don't know who figured this out. There's it's, an actual definitive. There's answer. an actual definitive answer to seven decimal points. No. Somebody with way, 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 way too much time on their hands actually figured out that the amount of wood a woodchuck could chuck wood if a woodchuck could fuck. Okay, listen. The amount of wood that a woodchuck could eat in a day if a woodchuck theoretically ate wood would be 361.9237001 cubic centimeters and just because I'm on the conversion train and I've got my decimal game on point if you want that in cubic inches is 22.08593926 holy I think that this has been fact the most definitive episode we've ever done so simply when you're like a little annoying cousin or nephew comes up to you and says hey much wood could chuck 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 wood still impressed that I get that right still impressed you got that right you can just say listen bio Feck off, it's 361 centimetres cubed, if you must know. Listen, Fergal. <laughs> yeah, it's 361 um, cubic centimetres. And then just introduce them to the harsh reality of life. By the way, we're 12 minutes in right now. The um, harsh reality of your life is that you're going to have to get out of that shower and get to work. Absolutely, you're going to have to get dressed. So, there you have it. Not only have we looked at the phrase, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Good work, and Marcus. told you... What the origin of the word woodchuck is, to, to kind of refresh over that, it's woochak, which is a Native American uh, Native American wood, word for a groundhog or a marmot. Um, why they exist in popular culture, which is that song that was written in 1902 for uh, Faye Templeton by Robert Hobart Davis. Um, and how much wood they could chuck if they would chuck wood. Which they don't. So we can establish that if a woodchuck could chuck wood, it would not chuck wood. Because a woodchuck can't fucking chuck wood. Okay? There you go. Ding, Question ding, answered. Ding. Shoot the ball. All net. Touchdown. <laughs> home run. Get out of the shower. You're soaking. If you can't tell, I am, by his voice alone, Marcus is the most excited I've ever seen him. He's literally <laughs> he's jumped up from his seat and is hopping around the studio. Thank you guys so much for listening. This episode has been an absolute ton of fun. Um, and hopefully it has answered that age-old mythical question. How much wood would wood chuck chuck if wood chuck could chuck wood? Yes! How much wood could wood chuck chuck if wood chuck could chuck wood? Ruined you. Boom, 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 boom,
them. Thank you so much for tuning into that episode. I definitely have never had more fun researching a topic. Um, so thank you to probably the 12 or 13 people who sent in that question. I hope that has been a sufficiently shower-worthy explanation of of, of how much wood a woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood. Um, he's, he's getting better at it, I must say. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much if you have gotten in touch with us on Facebook, on Twitter, emailed us. If you've rated or reviewed us on iTunes, it has been an immense help. Two weeks ago, we got to number two on the iTunes chart. I told that on the iTunes chart and uh, I would love for us we would both love if we could get back in that top 10 so please like us rate us and most importantly please recommend us to some of your friends who have never listened to a podcast who love podcasts whatever that may be the success of this podcast depends on you the listeners spreading the word so please do that for us that's it now as I always say tell your granny a big thank you to our wonderful friends at the Headstuff Podcast Network Alan and Paddy and Sean and Laura you're all amazing and we couldn't do this without you we couldn't do this without you you are the apples of our eye the wood to our woodchucks um, and a big thank you also to the immensely talented Florence Robinson a uh, Flo, thank you for doing our cover art. You are wonderful. We've been getting a lot of compliments on it. You're so talented. If you have any more questions that you would like answered over the course of your shower, please get in touch at intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com. Next week's episode... <coughs> Coffee's a question that I ask myself <sighs> daily. It's a big one. And I know a lot of you are going to be feeling it if you've just gotten back from Electric Picnic. Why do we yawn? That episode is going to be out next Monday, so get excited. As always, this podcast was produced, mixed, and edited by me, Taz Kelleher. Whoop, whoop. And in the meantime, keep scrubbing.